Hello, grandkids, and welcome to Stunt Granny Audio 420. Smoke him if you got him, kids. This is Kevin DeFrango. On the other end is Chris Calamita. How are you doing, sir? Well, I am certainly doing a lot better better than John Cena's head and neck right now. <laughs> well, um, I was... Uh, it, it was kind of funny. I was keeping you abreast of how far behind I was on the show. And I ended up uh, making myself a little bit further behind on purpose because <laughs> I was like, oh my God, did that look as bad as I thought it did? And I watched it again. I was like, oh yeah, that looked terrible. And then I rewound it again. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that was still terrible. And I'm like, oh, I wonder how John Cena looked when he got up. I need to watch it again. So I watched it again. Uh, yeah. So that was, uh, that was kind of interesting. Uh, I, I was like, I, I guess I was trying to figure out whose fault that one was. Um, because Cena's got a jump to help Nakamura, but, you know, it's just kind of one of those odd ones where you'd have to have the wrestler talk to you about it. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not here to, I, I don't think, I, I don't think we're qualified enough to, to pass blame on that one. Well, yeah, I guess that's the thing is like, there's sometimes you're like, oh yeah, this dude fucked up. And did you notice the moment, like, after the match was over, Nakamura is literally looking at John Cena saying, I'm sorry, and then Cena's going, no need to be sorry, and then before he raises his hand. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, I did miss that part uh, within the celebration there. Yeah. So... Well, I mean, I, I don't imagine John Cena's going to be the type of guy to, to, to hold this against Nakamura and you know, bad talking politically. I, I, I assume this is going to be written off as, you know, the, the old saying, it's not ballet, and, you know, shit, and the even more known known saying, shit happens. Yeah. Well, yeah. <gasps> oh, sorry. Hopefully for, I mean, hopefully for Cena's sake, and nothing got, nothing got too injured there. I'm sure he's going to get checked out. But, uh, well, I gotta say, I mean, wasn't an all-time classic match. No, they didn't have the time, and they had the commercial break in the middle of it. But everything after the commercial break was fucking great, I <laughs> I thought. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that's a, a good summation uh, of how I felt, too. Like, it just wasn't quite given enough time to really... Uh, go to a classic, which, you know, as much as they've been giving away dream matches and things of that nature on free TV, um, A, well, someone did make at least a half-decent argument about keeping those types of matches on TV and not on the network, uh, just because uh, sponsors will uh, see those, not the uh, network content. But um, 
I think that was it, but I, I, I really shouldn't get well, into I that. I mean, on uh, Bring It to the Table last night, Corey Graves made the point of, you know, if you really, really want to launch Nakamura, you should do it in front of the largest audience possible. Oh. Yeah, which means not on the network. Right. So, I mean, this is, I mean, this, I, this may have set up Nakamura to be that kind of a draw on the network because while the crowd was certainly into Nakamura tonight, that Cleveland crowd seemed to be a crowd that was for and more for and against John Cena. It's still oh. one of those, maybe basically one of those towns that, you know, didn't watch a lot of New Japan on new YouTube or whatever other, you know, means to, to watch it. And so they're still filling out Nakamura themselves. You know, it, it, they like him, but, you know, tonight was a, was a Cena crowd. And Nakamura probably certainly made himself in front of that crowd. So, uh, Yeah, you know, that was something I didn't pay that much attention to because I was trying to catch up. I did not really uh, watch the entrances, and I didn't pay attention that well during the match uh, to notice uh, the more just uh, pro and anti-Cena uh, stuff. But, uh, you know, well, <laughs> it's always going to be hard to tell just because... Uh, that's sometimes what half of the popularity of someone taking on Cena is anyway, is just being anti-Cena. Right, yeah. Uh, not the first time, it's not the last time, or something like that, but it, it, it just show that, you know, because something that it was on a couple, two or three years ago when Cena was on the Steve Austin show, and, you know, it brought up the point, you know, Maybe it's a little. It was a little too harsh against his opponents, but he, he said, "If they're chanting, let's go, Cena. Cena sucks. It means they only care about me." Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Well. Uh, yeah. I. I just. I guess I can't. It, it's kind of. I can't really say anything other than to give the Cleveland car, uh, crowd a hard time just because it's Cleveland. <laughs> well, it was kind of funny when, because uh, just recently I was listening to Edge and Christian talking about how great the uh, the reaction was in Cleveland to um, uh, to their ladder match with the Hardys, the first go-round. And I was there, and I can tell you that their memories are a little off. Uh, where I, in fact, and Jeremy can um, verify this, and if we had, if we still talked to the other friends, they could too, where I literally yelled at people to start cheering the match on. Really? Uh, the crowd around me. Now, I do think that in general, uh, the Cleveland crowd has been better. And it's kind of strange since they definitely have more and have had more of a um, 
independent wrestling scene than Columbus has. Right. No, no I mean... So, it's it's kind of interesting that they wouldn't be into Nakamura uh, in some ways uh, if AIW is something of a microcosm of that crowd. Um, you know, maybe I can understand them not being as into New Japan. Right. Yeah, I mean... Again, I mean, Nakamura is still relatively new. I mean, he went, you know, weeks and weeks and weeks without wrestling on TV. They wanted to save him up for a pay-per-view match. And he still wrestled fairly sparingly on TV. So it's an it. You know, he's so charismatic and he's so, you know, once again, some of his matches, like Ziggler with, with Corbin, Aren't represent obviously are not representative of what his potential best work is. Tonight was closer to that, certainly. <clears throat> so I mean, Nakamura is a guy who can get over with his personality, with his charisma, and you know, with his work. So I'm, I'm not worried in any way, I, I, especially going into SummerSlam in Brooklyn against Jinder Mahal. I mean, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's one of those things that, and I think we discussed this last week. <laughs> When they made this match, when it became, uh, you know, Nakamura, just like, oh, things are pretty interesting. Like, they're not going to have this guy lose this soon, are they? And uh, to me, that theory kind of continues. Like, Jinder Mahal hasn't blown me away to the point that he's going to be the one that beats Nakamura initially. But he, but he might, because they like to drag these things out, and it's it's, it's a first title change, so it's it's a first title opportunity. So it is. I mean, I could see it. I I I, I certainly could see it. Yeah. So I. You know, they have three weeks to build that up, Uh, and I guess uh, Jinder Mahal being mentioned. I uh, do appreciate the uh, the skybox usage. Uh, yeah. That 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 always seems to annoy people for whatever reason. And um, ha- having the beat up Sing Brothers there too just made me all the more amused. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that's a good trope. I, I I I've always enjoyed the the the, the heel champion watching from watching the man from a skybox or the, the wealthy heel or, or just in general, you know, watching from a skybox above, above the peons. I, I, I have always, that's always been, so that, that worked there. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I mean, cause they have in general done a pretty decent job of, um, putting together gender's character and yeah, yeah, it, it's, it, 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 it's as good as it's going to get right now. And even though he played the uh, the xenophobe card, uh, he's uh, <laughs> gonna have a hard time doing that uh, <laughs> with the guy from Japan. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, it's yeah. It, it, yeah. so. I, but I don't think that's a. I don't think that's a bad thing. What? I don't think that's a bad thing. No, no, no. I, I think you can completely tone that all down, but. The, but that, that's what's so interesting about this, because the Cena match seemed just so perfect based on where they've been going. 
they, they even set Cena up with a with a win over the other evil foreigner. To, oh. to potentially get there, but they changed course. And I don't even know what the heck John Cena would do at SummerSlam at this point. I mean, he does have the free agent. They do have the free agent out, so they could send him to Raw <laughs> uh, and to get him an opponent. Because right now, I mean, the only you know heel on SmackDown who doesn't already have a date for uh, SummerSlam is Baron Corbin, but he was just recently beat by Jin by uh, Nakamura, so it's a he's not hot right now either. Uh, yeah. Nor do you really want him to, I, I, unless Cena's gonna job again. You really, uh, I, I don't think you want Corbin to lose again either. Right, no, no. So I, I, I could certainly see Cena, you know, you know, surprise on Raw Monday. Set something <laughs> up. Just, uh, yeah, okay. and they definitely, uh, not that I've paid that much attention but they did mention uh, Cena being a free agent, I felt like, more tonight than they had in the previous few weeks. Well, he's the advertised for Raw shows for, you know, right after SummerSlam, like, including the, the no, no, no Mercy paper on September 24. So Cena's going to Raw, and then I don't know what the rest of his schedule is for the rest of the year with this Bumblebee movie he's just signed on to. And... Oh. So, yeah, Cena is definitely leaving SmackDown for a Yeah, well, and Raw has, well, it's I guess it's kind of interesting. They, they have a lot of people that could take on Cena, but they're all tied up in the main event picture. I mean, the only heel who doesn't really have a match for SummerSlam... Maybe Big Cass, but I don't know if you want to go there this early and have Cass do that job. Yeah, because there's no way that Cass <laughs> beats John Cena yet. Like, I, I, he would definitely need more. Uh, he, he's barely uh, pulling it out against Big Show. I don't think they're ready to throw the uh, John Cena win on his shoulders quite yet. Right, no, no, no. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely a. Yeah, but also, of course, John Cena may may have a trip to a one way trip trip to a, an an MRI an MRI machine in the next twenty four hours. So, <laughs> so who knows what? Yeah, he could be out sooner. He 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 could have no SummerSlam plans whatsoever. Uh, right. <laughs> de- depending upon how that goes. Um. Oh, but you know, one other point that I meant to bring up about this match is just that. Uh, the Nakamura Cena match is that they've done a good job of the televised matches. Still not really like, even though they're having a coming out party, they have rarely been the uh, great match. Like within anything, like there is definitely a, something left on the table for a Cena Nakamura pay per view match. Oh, I, absolutely. I, I, I guess I still think that they hold off the, the longer uh, matches for pay-per-view, even if they try to introduce something like the Nakamura win to a bigger crowd. I, I, I think the re- the longer wrestling gets thrown on the network. Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. 
there's a classic pay-per-view match, maybe even you know series of matches, you know here. Uh, I'm 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 not worried about it. I, I I was never complaining from the really complaining from the beginning about you know them doing this. I mean, it, I mean, Raw advertised a big match ahead of time and got its biggest rating in the last three months, over three months. Who's to say SmackDown won't be able to do the same? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's certainly something to, uh, something to try. You know, it can't hurt. <laughs> so, um, you know, I, I guess there's only so many, uh, so many times that you can put up, uh, you know, matches of this caliber for the first time. So, because what, um, oh, I'm assuming it was the triple threat match uh, on Raw that uh, drew a high rating. Yeah, 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 it it, it, it did. Okay, I I, I haven't looked at the ratings at all. Like, I have a tendency not to give a shit. So, uh, I guess I didn't know what what spiked it. And I didn't remember when they uh, said that match was going to happen. Yeah, they advertised it a week ahead of time, like, seeing that. Okay. Um, yeah, it really helps that everyone seems to be really uh, invested in um, in all three of those guys. Like the the hatred for Roman Reigns is uh, definitely more real to me, or more visceral than that of John Cena at this point. I think the Cena, uh, the maximum level of hate has dropped for him some. (laughs) You know, I think uh, Reigns has uh, has taken that mantle over. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He he definitely has, yeah. You know, the crowd, you know, drawn no quarter with him. Uh, You know, it it made for a good dynamic. I I really enjoyed the match. I, I thought they had a good... You know, a really good triple threat match that, you know, gave you a taste for what was going to come at SummerSlam with Brock and, you know, the added element of Brock involved, but, you know, not giving you too much. It, 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 it was well done. I mean, I, <clears throat> oh. I mean I'm not, 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 maybe not necessarily the biggest fan of, you know, Samoa Joe being the designated, designated jobber, but I still not surprising. That, that, that they see him in that role, and there's certainly more than a good chance that he'll he'll take the pin at SummerSlam as well. <clears throat> yeah, I would not be uh, I I would not be surprised either by that outcome. I, so. I just hope that you know what have as many confrontations and pull aparts and beatdowns as you want over the next two weeks. No more matches involving any 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 of these three. Let Roman let it lie here. Roman Reigns has momentum. Good for him, you know. Oh. So Braun Strowman doesn't need to get a pinfall win over Roman or, or Joe next week. Joe doesn't need to get a pinfall or win over Strowman or, or Roman next week or you know or the week after. Just leave it be. Just let these guys, you know. <clears throat> Get into you know conversations or physical conversations, but I, I I hope no more matches. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I I I think I've had enough, and I mean it's only 
uh, uh, is it three weeks? Were they saying tonight? And... Okay, three weeks, so there's two more shows left. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. I, 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 that shouldn't be too hard to accomplish. And, you know, Brock Lesnar isn't going to be really involved in too much. Uh, but I mean, he will be around, uh, to change the dynamic of things too. I, I, I would imagine that he'll be around at least for the, uh, uh, the go home show, uh, in a couple right, weeks. Yeah. But I guess the question is how long will Brock Lesnar be around after SummerSlam? <laughs> they certainly left you know not a lot to, to, to the imagination or not a lot of wiggle room there <laughs> uh yeah they did not the face le- value. <laughs> and it was just kind of funny just because everything did happen because uh <laughs> Even before John Jones called out Brock Lesnar after his win, um, you know, I, I, the word had gotten out that Lesnar had uh, gone back into U.S. Uh, ADA pool to be tested. So I mean, and the, and that, the name and, and the name John Jones had had already gotten had already gotten, gotten out as well. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> there, yeah, 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 yeah. There was that also. That was not a spontaneous challenge from John Jones. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was kind of funny that people acted like it was spontaneous. I'm like, hold on, haven't I heard this before? Didn't I see a rumor for this? <laughs> and uh, the answer was yes. Uh, um... But, uh, what the, yeah, I, I mean, I guess even without the in-ring call-out, there would have been speculation just with the news that he was back in the uh, testing pool that Brock yeah. could leave, you know, as soon as a stipulation like that happens and the other word has gotten out, like, it, you know, it's gotten out. I mean, Jones doing it in the middle of the ring just that adds a little uh, whipped cream and cherry on top of everything, of all the speculation. Yeah. <clears throat> but uh, I do believe Dana White already said that if it does happen, it won't happen for a while, and that Jones will probably defend the belt first before uh, any match with Lesnar, yeah. which I didn't... It ta- doesn't it take six months, I think, bef- of testing before you can... Suspension retroactively stopped when he announced his retirement. And I don't, actually, I don't, I don't know how it all works. It's, it's, it's all kind of <laughs> silly to me. I, I, you know, we're a wrestling podcast, so I don't really follow that, you know, that religiously to, to, to know all the all, all, all the ins and outs of the. Yeah, I follow it well enough, policy. but not well enough uh, to know that, like. I don't. I yeah. I I I don't quite care enough. But I did think I had seen uh, the last time when Lesnar came back that people were pissed that 
he uh, hadn't been in the system. I thought it was for six months that he hadn't been in the system for. Yeah, maybe four, maybe five months. I, I, I know, so. I think Meltzer, I heard something from him saying that he had, you know, he had to have gotten himself back in the USADA pool by the end of July, if he was going to, if he was, if he was going to fight John Jones at the at the big show in Vegas at New Year's weekend, if that was going to be the plan, if they were going to be able to get like Vince Vince, Vince to sign off on it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> Vince has signed off on it every other time, so I wouldn't imagine. Like he he thinks he's going to get some crossover, but. I, I kind of think that if it has happened, that ship has sailed, really. Right. I mean, technically, Brock, going back to you know Monday and the you know bombshell from Paul Heyman saying that if Brock loses the title, you know they're going to leave. If the if the idea is that now Brock is all now Brock is advertised for a bunch of draws, you know, in late August, September. And he's also going to be on the No Mercy pay-per-view on the 24th as well. Currently advertised. But if they're going to throw that out the window, tell all the people in those towns, towns sorry, card subject to change, and, and give Brock the time off to train and do the fight at the end of September, December, they could say that Brock left. Oh. And then signed a new contract in January. <laughs> Technically, I, 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 I guess that... That would. It's not an official stipulation. It's not a retirement stipulation. Paul's just saying they're leaving if Brock if Brock loses. He didn't say they're not coming back. Uh, yeah. And it wouldn't be the first time that he's left and come back. And I, and I mean, it's just kind of funny because they always have these things uh, for Lesnar where. I, you know, when when he needs to leave, they just write him off TV for a while. And it, it, it's usually something like this. Like, uh, what, oh, because he, he does the worst thing in the world. I'm trying to think of who all he assaulted uh, the one time. And uh, he assaulted Michael Cole. Oh, Michael Cole, <laughs> yeah. Asshole. No wonder I forgot because I don't give a shit about Michael Cole. Uh, <laughs> yeah, actually, 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 that was a weird deal Michael Cole, I, I never heard that. You know, it wasn't Michael Cole who did who took the F five. But I remember, I vaguely remember Michael Cole. Like, he he F five the man who had like a jacket covering his his face the whole time. So I, I've always wondered if that really was Michael Cole who took the F five that night. Now Michael Cole has taken moves before, but nothing like an F five for Brock Lesnar. So I've I've had my doubts that that was really Cole. <laughs> well, uh, Bo Dallas conspiracy theory aside. Uh, <laughs> Um. Yeah. I. I. I mean, to me, they never really sufficiently answered. Like, oh, okay, <laughs> we're okay with this guy coming back after making such a big deal out of it and suspending him indefinitely. <clears throat> you know. So I mean, he's kind of come and gone on TV. So it really wouldn't be anything new if he decided to take another six months off. And again, like the WWE. You know, what was unthinkable a couple of years ago is pretty commonplace at this point with <laughs> these top guys. 
You know, they just keep on coming back. The WWE's like, yeah, you're making us money, so just leave, do your thing, come back, we're cool. Whether it's John Cena, Brock Lesnar, uh, Chris Jericho, like, all three of those guys kind of come and go (laughs) as they want. So, I'd be shocked if it doesn't happen again. Yeah, and apparently Chris Jericho is is not... Just did a one-shot deal, and he's not—he's not coming back again for a while. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Again, since it's touring season, I was a little surprised that he showed up at all. I think it was a little bit of, uh, you know, good fortune that he was probably in the area or had uh, had an open date. And yeah. uh, you know, I—I I, I get you know he's mentioned a couple of times that. He had such a great fun on this last run, so I, I I don't blame him for trying to capitalize and make sure that his name is still, you know, uh, relevant on the wrestling people's tongues. <laughs> Even though no one's going to forget him. <laughs> he has a podcast to pimp, and it's most slurs. I mean, you got to come back to the wrestling show every now and again. Right. <clears throat> Um, but, uh, what, oh, that all started with, uh, <laughs> the, the John Jones, uh, Brock Lesnar thing. So, yeah, I, that added another, uh, layer to this matchup. Um, and I guess it's, I don't know, I guess I didn't assume that Lesnar would... I, I, I guess I assumed in a multi-man match, the champion retains. Because they endlessly yeah, 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 talk yeah, about yeah, how hard yeah, it is to retain. He still also retain, yeah. I mean, I'm not... I'm still, you know, that's still probably most likely. He's still most likely to retain. I'm, not, I'm, just, try, I'm just trying to th- talk other, uh, you know, other ways this can go after. Especially after, you know, came and threw down the gauntlet about, you know, them leaving. So, you know, the... There can still be a title change, which uh, again, you know, anything can happen here. They can do whatever they want. Uh, yeah. So I mean, it's pretty interesting. Like, yeah, he doesn't need to leave right now. You know, it, it, until he signs a contract for a fight, it, you know, he probably doesn't need to be out of there. So I mean, he could uh, get it. He could lose, and, uh, you know, we see a new champion. Uh, It would be kind of convoluted whomever uh, would end up winning it, Uh, I guess. Uh, Roman Reigns would give you both uh, Samoa Joe and more Braun Strowman. But, I mean, I, 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 I think that... All of those guys are kind of going to be in that picture anyway. Like, someone's going to get bumped out eventually. Right. But um, at least for the foreseeable future, I think whoever wins this matchup, uh, you know, there's going to be some form of these four people uh, still involved in the feud for the uh, WWE Championship. So yeah, I mean it's it, it it's going to be interesting. It it made things a little more interesting just because on the Brock Lesnar end of things. Like I said, I would have assumed a Lesnar win because of the type of match, but now I'm not. Just because everything's floating out there. <laughs> yeah, 
there's a lot there's a lot of good buzz there you know they've got yeah three challengers who are all uh you know pretty you know pretty over they're all you know being you know built built up well promoted well you know yeah yeah i mean Heyman may have been only slightly exaggerating when he called this the most stacked heavyweight division of all time I mean, it really is uh it you know, at the top of the, the top of Raw is really is stacked. Uh, yeah, which made kind of uh, like we uh, said a little bit ago, it kind of makes Cena moving over like he could work with any three of those guys. Like Cena, Samoa Joe would be a great SummerSlam match. You know, Cena Braun Strowman would be probably a great SummerSlam match. I, I just, you know what? I'll throw this out there just so I can be the say I was the first one to to throw it out there. What if Raw opens on Monday with Kurt Angle making the announcement that he's made the deal to turn this into a fatal five way and introduces free agent John Cena? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's uh, it's entirely possible. Uh, it would be one way to get Cena involved. Um, I would definitely rule him out of uh, winning, but I mean, maybe he uh, gets an official pinfall victory over Brock Lesnar to uh, break the Ric Flair streak. Maybe or that's, record. Yeah, it, 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 it's so much. So much going to happen here. I mean, it's you know, a healthy John Cena isn't is. Not going to have a match on this show. <laughs> Isn't that? That's not hard to say. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it's pretty crazy to be three weeks away from a major pay per view. And I mean, I know that Cena did, just came back not that long ago, but uh, it's kind of surprising that he doesn't have something. Uh, set up already with with this little time left on the uh, on the clock, but there are again there are a lot of possibilities. I I, I mean, <laughs> they just made up uh, Rusev versus Randy Orton tonight on SmackDown for uh, yeah, for a SummerSlam that, that, that match. Was, that, that was uh, a that, that was made of that was made certainly made from nothing. Yeah, uh, certainly uh, out of thin air. But you know. What? Fine match. I, I I have no problems with it. I think they. I, I think I think they could do well with each other. Uh, uh yeah, it 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 should be a fine enough uh, match. It'll be interesting to see if uh, Orton goes from uh, from losing the title to jobbing to another uh, foreigner, or if he uh, if he bounces back. I mean, his title reign honestly was kind of strange to me in the first place. I hadn't felt like he, um, I mean, you know, his championship win almost came out of the blue to start with, right? So for him to go back to job and to guys to get them to move up the card again would kind of move things back to where uh, I felt like he was before the title reign. Yeah. Randy's had an awful year. I mean, there, 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 there's no, there, there's no doubt about that. I, he, he, I, I think he, it's actually kind of a pick-up between which one of them just needs a big win more. 
but I, I, I think I think they value Randy Orton more. So I I, 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 I do see a Randy Orton victory. Although Rusev really, I, I, you know, I, I don't really see Rusev, you know, really, you know, needing a loss right now either, though. But someone's got to lose this match. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, it, it it will be interesting one way or the other. Uh, if Wharton loses, he's kind of going back to Jobbersville. If Rusev loses, uh, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I just don't know where they want to go with him if he loses at this point. Like, he's really been on something of a losing streak if he loses again. Yeah. Uh, wow. That, that, it, it's pretty much impossible to recover from. Uh, nothing's impossible in wrestling, but <laughs> it, Jinder Mahal is the WWE champion. <laughs> Did I have to <laughs> remind you again? Uh, yeah, this this is true, uh, and I guess nothing is impossible, but it it, it certainly makes things harder than uh, than necessary. You know. Right. <laughs> oh man. Um. I'm trying to think of uh, what else is worth talking on uh, on both of the shows <clears throat> since that kind of does away. Because uh, SmackDown is so easy to catch up on still. Like it that really sh- that I mean, show, I, on top of the fact that I, I realized that it's, you know, two hours shorter than, uh, than the other show, or an hour shorter than the other show. Uh... I I couldn't believe that I started an entire uh, an entire hour late and almost got caught up. Uh like I was only 10 minutes behind I think or something like that. And just between getting through the entrances and uh they still have an awful lot of video packages on SmackDown uh per capita uh than they do on Raw in my opinion. So it it, it 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 moves pretty quick, and uh, but the, the Usos, to me, uh, still worth saying kudos. I really love what they're doing. Uh, they really like the looks on their face. Look like they're enjoying themselves. <clears throat> so um, you know, it's. Uh, it's it, it it it's been enjoyable. <laughs> yeah, 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 they really enjoyable today. Yeah, definitely. Uh, not not too much to say about it, but you know, really enjoyable. You know, promo from them that it's worth worth going out of your way to see. Uh, the so- the continued the continuing saga of AJ Styles and Kevin Owens. I that surprised me. I thought AJ was just going to win clean and we were going to move on, but they have other plans. Uh, yeah, and that was, that's definitely been another one where, I guess because the title is flip-flopped, I'm glad that they, uh, haven't done anything to, uh, well, they've done just some interesting things, and they, to me, haven't had that defining match that can be called the end of the feud. Like, no, no, no. I, I don't think they've had bad matches necessarily, but... I think that both of them are capable of uh, uh, of having a better match 
So I was pretty happy with the extension of the feud. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I yeah, I, I don't see now where everything else is going. Uh, you. Yeah, it's good to continue the feud. The the feud here. Yeah, get one more match out of it. Obviously, this is here to you know transition to Kevin Owens versus Shane McMahon. Uh, yeah, which, which is the part that just kind of makes it kind of a little whole hum because you know Styles is winning the you kind of you kind of know Styles is winning the match and Owens is gonna blame Shane for it you know attack him afterward or you know at oh. SmackDown you know a couple days later or what have you so you, right. you kind of know where this is going <laughs> so it, it, it that hurts it a little bit but no it's it, it, it's you know what? We 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 knock them for not doing you know logical stuff that you know takes you from point A to point B, you know in a logical fashion. So you really should knock them too much here. <laughs> yeah, uh, it 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 is one of those things. At least it isn't a uh, a camera uh, in uh, mounted inside a limo when Shane's head goes through it. Uh, you know, the, the referee's, uh, mistake made sense within context of the match. Uh, Owens being upset about it is fine. Uh, you even got, uh, a surprised, uh, Shane McMahon, uh, being tossed, uh, into the, uh, fray by, uh, Daniel Bryan. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I, I like how, I like how all of that was done. I mean, I thought everyone was... Everyone was, especially the, the black backstage of it. Everyone was believable. You know, uh, you know. Uh, kudos to all, all three of them for, for pulling it off. I don't think we're. I don't think you're gonna have the same amount of complaints about going with Kevin Owens versus Shane McMahon as you got with AJ Styles and Shane McMahon. That was a lot of it based on you know people feeling that AJ Styles wasn't gonna be able to have a you know a, a five star match at at WrestleMania, like they should, like he, they felt he should have. Kevin Owens is more of a brawler. The, you know, especially since, I don't believe, they have not announced a SmackDown paper for September. So it looks like SmackDown's going all the way to Hell in a Cell on October 8th without, in Detroit, without, without another pay-per-view. So, and you know what? It makes sense for Shane McMahon to be in a Hell in a Cell because, They'll do something fucking crazy. <laughs> and, and, you know, I, I don't know if Cena doesn't look like Jericho will be around. Doesn't look like Cena will be around. You know, putting a Shane McMahon match on that show uh, it certainly would, would add some star power uh, to to a show that it would just be the you know the the regular SmackDown crew. Uh, yeah. Well, and I think the other thing you're talking about the outrage not being there. Um, I, I I think that Shane proved that he can take on, uh, you know, a wrestler in a wrestling match. If AJ Styles can carry him to a good match, uh, Kevin Owens certainly can. Yeah, Kevin Owens certainly can, and this is again, I I, I see them doing it at, at, at Hell in a Cell and Hell in a Cell. So I mean, it's again, you'll, you'll you'll have all the crazy stuff. And the, weapons and you know getting outside and doing the doing some kind of a stunt bump you know you'll, you'll have all that uh, all that there so, 
it's all good. Um, I'm, I'm actually kind of surprised. I, I was thinking that they, they, they were going to they were gonna go with Styles versus Nakamura at, at SummerSlam but for the U.S. title, but Nakamura at this point is bypassing the U.S. title. And, <laughs> <laughs> and going straight for the big one. Whether he yeah. actually captures it is uh, is something altogether different. I I I I, I see him capture. It just might not be at SummerSlam. They might drag it out a little bit, but it's SummerSlam, so you, you want at least you want at least one one of the two. I imagine you want want at least one of the two titles to change as well. So yeah, well, yeah. yeah it's all very interesting. Uh, again. I, I pretty much like where they're going with most stuff. Uh, Trying to think. Oh, I had a perfect segue earlier. <laughs> to start the show, but now I'm not sure exactly where do you want to go next, Kevin. Well, I think that that really does it for. Uh, I, I I can't honestly think of anything else on uh, SmackDown that we haven't uh, okay. really really gotten to. Uh, so it, 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 to me, it'd be high time to bounce back over to Raw. And, uh, I guess the one thing that was, uh, hitting me was, uh, The Miz. Uh, and I'm trying to think of, oh, being the next one to, uh, the first one to have a feud with, uh, who's the Meduzi there? Uh, with oh, Jason Jordan. This is good. Yeah, you're forgetting his name. Yeah, that's voting well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, and it's even worse that it's directly in front of my face because I scrolled up to it in my yeah. uh, it definitely half-assed review of WWE <laughs> Raw. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's the right. I, I even said it last week, but after they announced it, uh, you know, it's the right move. Yo. Jason Jordan's got all the talent and all the physical tools in the world, but he needs, he needs someone to bring out his personality. And right now, in the, in, in the business right now, arguably there's no one better than that than Miz. Uh, yep. Yeah. I, I mean, you could say that it might have been in Daniel Bryan the whole time. Or that he was a good talker and the WWE maybe didn't believe in him. But, I mean, he, The Miz at least moved thing. They challenged him with The Miz on NXT. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's before Miz's, you know, resurrection and his, you know, his redemption and his just amazing last year that he's had. I mean, The Miz is probably... The most effective talker of on the roster. That doesn't now that removes Paul Heyman from the <laughs> from, 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 from the conversation. And using the word effective, I think also might rem, removes Enzo Amore, who's got a as good of a rap as anyone as anyone maybe ever. But the effectiveness is what's in question there. But with Miz, Miz has effectively been a heel, heel. A, a, a an antagonistic force in every feud he's been in for the last for the, for the last year plus. Uh, <coughs> yeah, and one of the few people seemingly immune from the 
he's so cool, we need to start cheering him crowd. Right, yeah, absolutely. Uh, which, which is kind of bizarre. Like you said, especially for how long he has uh, kept this streak uh, going. He has uh, found a way to be douchey enough to keep himself a heel. <clears throat> yeah, so, yeah, so, so uh, this, is, this is definitely what Jason Jordan means right now. On the same episode I watched of Bring It to the Table, Corey Graves brought up that, you know, Jason Jordan is one of his best friends, and he's got, you know, all the talent in the world, but, you know, all physical tools, but he's literally invited him over to his house for parties, and Jason Jordan is literally not the life of the heart. You know, he, he's, a, he's a pretty laid-back guy, and, you know, he certainly needs to bring back... He, he needs to bring out more personality, and, and Miss can Miss can do that. Yeah, and if they, they they didn't give Jordan much in the way of lines to work with, so they're still you know hesitant with him give, giving him too much, which may be a good thing right now. But he definitely needs to show 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 more in in, in that respect. Uh, yeah, I mean it's definitely. Uh... Well, and I just feel like they haven't given anyone much time with The Miz when things have started off. You know, like, AJ Styles was in a feud with him, and everyone was bent out of shape about how he didn't get any mic time. Now, granted, I think that they had his character a little off uh, when they started that feud. Uh... And they started presenting him differently later. But, uh, you know, I, I, I feel like that's been a common thing where the Miz kind of does all the talking to start the feud off. And then the protagonist in the situation gets to do more talking. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, it'll be, you know, again, it's another one that it'll be interesting to see what happens. Uh, Jordan definitely, um, he's being given a platform, and I guess this is something else that we could talk about on SmackDown, but just again, kind of quickly, um, Chad Gable being given a platform, and he's pretty much lighting it up, in my opinion, (laughs) Uh, so, uh, it, it, it'll be interesting. Like, they still haven't really given Jordan much to sink his teeth into yet. Like, they're more still in prep mode for him to go into his next mode. But, uh, we'll see, uh, we'll see what happens. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We'll see what happens. Again. Got all the tools, he just needs to eat. Put it all. He just needs to put, you know, put it put it all together, and you know, it's a, he's definitely got the chance. <clears throat> yeah. Um. And uh, what did I? St- oh, it was definitely something that we didn't talk about in either show, but uh, uh, the uh, the ladies, uh, I guess. <laughs> oh. Ooh, the. Since we're on Raw, well, oh, that was rough. Like everything about that was rough, and I, and I in turn was rough on Twitter by saying, even after the last year, Nia Jax still doesn't belong on the main roster. 
that was that that that, that was bad. And you know, not that Bailey was great during that, but Nia was missing a lot, just out of place a lot, in my opinion. Yeah, it it, it, it was it was a bad match. Um. Yeah, it 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 was not that good. I was just thinking like between uh, her elbow and um, Kevin Owens punching Mike Kyoto tonight, uh, they were two of the bigger uh, swings and misses <laughs> that I've seen on live TV in a while. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but Nia's was more obvious than o- Owens kind of helped with the angle they ended up moving to. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I didn't really <laughs> notice it. You know, if if Owens whiffed on that punch by by a, by a great degree, I guess I didn't notice. I, I did notice that elbow. I noticed, you know, Nia, you know, being out of position. I, mean, I, I feel like in the aftermath, I mean, I'm not sure if it wasn't a kick in or out of character moment, so maybe it wasn't that big of a deal. But was Nia Jax like legitimately asking breaking character to ask her friend if she was okay when she was on the floor? I mean, as I said, it's not a big deal because it could, it could work either way. But if it was granted, I, granted, I just kind of praised Cena Nakamura for doing the the I'm sorry, it's okay deal in the middle of the, the ring. So maybe I should knock it too much. But it just, oh it just well, see, I didn't take it. Off that way at all i took that as um uh, you know uh the re well i mean it was because it led to her being counted out i assumed it was just part of the play that she got distracted it gave bailey enough time to recover and duck out of the way of the charge since she had just taken a move herself from right. uh, from yeah. Jax, yeah, so I'll, I'll, I'll accept that, and, and, and I'll too much more on Nia, Nia Jax. Not too much more. <laughs> now, what what I really didn't like was was in the post match. I don't know if Nia was not in position to go after Bailey with Alexa, but man, did it look bad that Bailey was running away from five foot tall Alexa Bliss. <laughs> I know they were playing that her shoulder was hurt, but it it, it, it just the baby face running scared from 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 a heel from the heel that's so, that's, that's smaller than her. That is just not a good look. Maybe I'm the only one who really noticed it, but it looked really bad. Like she was running scared from fucking Alexa Bliss. <laughs> yeah, it, I, I I know what you mean. Um, but considering I that, was to be there too. yeah, I, I was gonna say Naya was not. She was behind. She was way behind. Yeah, she was quite a bit behind. Um, so that made it bad, but it, she did make it into the ring. So I, I, I would hope you'd put two and two together, <clears throat> because even if you do take out Bliss, really, um, you're kind of asking for trouble to try and take out uh, Jax at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once again, but it just, it just all, all added together. It, 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 it was certainly the, the whole segment was certainly a clusterfuck. <laughs> There's no other way to say it. Uh, yeah, it, it, and, and I mean, just the whole oddness of uh, Bailey being in this spot again because they are going with the redemption angle, 
But I mean, yeah. it, it, it was hilarious that Sasha Banks honestly got more of Bliss's attention in her promo than yeah, Bailey yeah, did. Yeah, it's just like, huh? Setting something up, like, it just felt like, it just, after, after last week, it just felt like the heat was with, with Sasha Banks. You know, the, the things that Sasha's been saying about Alexa and, and calling her fake and phony and, you know, you know, things that she may very well well mean and maybe maybe Sasha's being punished in some way. Maybe Sasha went off, maybe they feel Sasha went a little... Yeah, once again, it's actually a pretty interesting episode of Bring It to the Table. I usually, I haven't liked that show as much, you know, with, with Graves and JBL, but, you know, because Rosenberg as, as hosting was kind of, you know, really kind of shockingly going off about how he doesn't like that, you know, that it that it's Bailey instead of Sasha against Alexa, then, you know. You oh, know, okay. Or Graves made the point, like, okay, so, well, no, Sasha's one of the one of the best one of the best women, if not the best woman we have. She's incredibly popular. Maybe you know, she's her own worst enemy, and I assume he meant politically. Hey, yeah, I. I I mean, it's one of those things that until you know what happened, it's always tough to imagine. You know, it's it, 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 it's one of those times where people go, oh, you don't understand. And it's like, okay, cool, got it. Make me understand. <laughs> like, it... it you know, a lot of the times it does seem like a story gets out that you're like, oh, well, <laughs> kind of like Enzo Amore, a, a, a story getting out. And they talked about that, too. <laughs> I was kind of shocked they brought it up on a, on a WWE show on the WWE <clears throat> Network, but yes, they, they brought up Enzo getting kicked off the bus. <clears throat> or... They didn't bring up the strip club thing, but they they brought up the bus thing from weeks earlier. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, it, it it it's one of those things that uh, sometimes you're like, oh, okay, I got it. But when you hear hear an answer like that, like they brought up the bus and the stripper Frenzo, but a he they didn't bring up the stripper. They they didn't bring up the stripper. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. But they bring up the one problem, but the guy is still in the main event of Raw. Like, I understand <laughs> your argument that it's been devalued a bit, and yeah, that it, the, the 10 o'clock is the real main event now. It's like, they don't like him as a wrestler. They really don't do, you know, babyface managers. They, 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 you know, they, they've, they've essentially begrudgingly done it, like, such as with Paul, Paul Bear for years and years and, and, and some others. Well, I I, I would say that that was as a wrestler, and, and, but at the same time, he's popular. He sells merchandise, and once again, according to Corey Graves, and I assume Corey's kind of in the know about this, his you know his quarter hours are good. So you know, it, it, the range for his segments are good. So you know, it's one of those things where Vince maybe. Uh, I don't get this guy, but uh, let's give him a little something, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, uh, he he's definitely still getting something. So, I mean, 
I guess it's always kind of interesting to see who gets punished and who doesn't. And sometimes you kind of know the stories, at least. With uh, Enzo, with Sasha, you're just kind of left to scratch your head. Like, I mean, there ha- has there been a story that's come out that you're like, oh, I know exactly, you know, why she's being punished. Like, I guess I haven't seen anything in that uh, no, in that no, department. No, and, and maybe they... Maybe they feel that they don't, that, you know, if there's legit heat with Sasha and Alexa, maybe they don't want them with each other anymore, or, you know, because they, you could easily transition out of this with Bailey winning the title and Sasha immediately, you know, pretty immediately turning heel. So the story then becomes Bailey and Sasha, and you move, move, move Alexa to the side, at least for a while. Uh, yeah. So, um, I, I, I guess it'll be interesting to see. I mean, Sasha, it's, I guess it's kind of interesting that she's lost the edge to her character, but she hasn't lost that much of her popularity. Uh, to me, like she's definitely kind of, uh, they've burnt a little bit of her ill will that she built up in NXT for sure. But, uh, you know, she she's still kind of in the main mix there. I mean, she's not Emma by any means. <laughs> no, no, no. It's definitely not the same situation with Emma. So, you know, it, I guess she didn't at least steal from, uh, from Walmart. <laughs> so. Um... Yeah, I don't know. It, I, I guess it's just kind of interesting with the ladies. I, I, I don't know what's going on, so it'll be uh, interesting to see uh, to see what happens here in the uh, in the near future. Um, and uh, two other names that are uh, staring me square in the face that probably need to be talked about before we close the show out. <laughs> Dean Ambrose, Seth Rollins, I guess for a, for a second week going. Yeah, no, no, they're, they're, uh, I'd say, I'd say they're, they're doing this right, you know, I, I think Ambrose is just, you know, you know, it's, it's completely logical and reasonable for Ambrose to steer, still be weary, weary of Seth, uh, yeah, you know, there's a lot of what are, there's, there's a lot of what are on the bridge there, so it, 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 it all makes sense, it, it, it's pretty well done, uh, I, 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 you know, it, I, I liked how long they drew out, you know, the beating, the beating down of Seth before Ambrose finally just finally made the save, and then, of course, Ambrose, you know, for, for his trouble for, for for doing a good deed, gets his ass kicked too. So it's like, why did I even do this? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. So, but no, I mean that. Again, it, 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 it's obviously where this is going. They're not not going to get the, the tag title match at, at some point. Yeah. I mean, but it just it doesn't matter when they announce the match. Uh, yeah, it it was definitely one of those things I felt like when we talked last week that it was just like, oh well, it was kind of weird that the potential was going to happen. But then when you have Seth Rollins in his uh, boo boo face run into. Uh, Cesaro and Sheamus backstage. Uh, you definitely know that things are locked in for SummerSlam. 
some definite positives that they were uh that they were throwing down this week yeah um and uh i'm trying to think of uh, uh whether there's anything else worth talking about but uh i think that uh my hands are clean in that department i think yeah i, I think we're good here i, I think you mind the weekend that we pretty damn well yeah, cause uh, there isn't. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I guess I haven't watched anything from New Japan. ROH is still uh, moving along, and uh, though I did get to watch a couple episodes of uh, NXT, I uh, still am uh, like a couple episodes behind. Yeah, so, I'm and I'm still up in NXT. Nothing really going on there. I mean, I've been watching. NJPW World the subscriber. I've, I've I've been watching the G1 shows. I mean, it's a little bit tougher to get through when you, when you're trying to, to watch the the show because they're only doing English com. They only did English commentary for the first four first four nights and then the last three nights. <laughs> uh, you know, it's again. I mean, if you want, you know, well worked physical matches. There's literally 19 shows <laughs> that, 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 that you're going to have that, that started between, I believe, July 20th and I believe ending August 13th, if I'm not mistaken. So, you know, uh, you, 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 I'm of the I'm of the thought that I think a lot of internet wrestling pundits overrate a lot of a lot of the stuff from New Japan, but the best stuff is is. is the true best stuff is the, it really is the best stuff to watch. I mean, not maybe I'll put my thoughts together in, a, in something written, or maybe by maybe by next week or after it's all said and done, maybe I I will have my I can have my final thoughts on the New Japan G One. Yeah, I I I haven't watched any of that. I still uh, I, I I did find myself uh, thinking. Uh, is uh, Lucha Underground still on? Like, I, I kind of got to that point. It seemed super popular for a while. It, it did lose. It, 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 it did lose something. It's, it's, it went on a hiatus. It is back. It is still on. I still watch it every week. But yeah, it, it, it definitely lost something. You know, it, it only had a small buzz to begin with, really. Considering oh. the network it's on and, 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 the, and the availability of it, although now it you know first two seasons they are on Netflix and I, and I do recommend those. They went out there, uh, but yeah, the bloom is off the rose. The things that set was underground right apart in the beginning are you know they kind of become cliche now, and you know with the cutaways and the and the you know you know television regular you know film style you know backstage segments and you know 
and the probably the thing that's hurt Lucha Underground the most is these man versus woman matches, and you know, it it, it really they went all in with it, and I think in the end it, it was a mistake. Oh. Yeah, I am not uh, not the biggest fan of uh, of those uh, myself, but uh, you know, like I said, I don't really watch it. Like ROH is, it's kind of funny. ROH is kind of the main uh, product I watch outside of uh, the WWE at this point. Uh, I suppose I'd like to get around. New Japan definitely seems to be at the head of the class as far as uh, trying to get my attention for professional yeah. uh, wrestling watching. Uh, yeah, but, but, yeah, but this period, yeah, it, 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 it is absolutely overwhelming to keep track of New Japan during G1 season when they essentially do 19 people who count quality shows in a month. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's just nuts. Yeah. <clears throat> it... it, it it's kind of funny that no one watching that bitches about that constantly. But uh, the WWE having uh, two pay-per-views in a month, people will lose their shit over. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Okie doke. Um, for the at Stunt Granny brand, I'm at DeFrango11. He's at Chris Calamita. Please, uh, I still have not seen a single rate or review on uh, iTunes. So just uh, someone that's listening, go ahead and do that for us. Just even just do five stars and say fuck off. And uh, I'll be happy. Yeah, maybe I'll stop saying this at the end of, uh, end of the show. Uh, beer this evening. Uh, still the German suplex. Trying to get that out of the refrigerator. And uh, if you have any ideas for a Belgian double, should it actually start to ferment at some point, uh, <laughs> um, you know, I am uh, all ears for names. So I'm out with that. 